and welcome to another episode of Headlines, presented by the Coast News Group. It's Wednesday, September 30th, and I'm Ryan Wolt, recapping your North County, San Diego news from the past few days. At the time of this recording, San Diego County has reported 46,985 total cases of COVID-19. The rolling 14-day positivity rate has dropped again to 3.1%. There have been an additional 16 coronavirus-related deaths since last week's report, increasing that total to 781. As a country, we have crossed a tragic threshold with more than 204,000 deaths related to the virus. And as a planet, more than 1 million deaths have officially been reported. Here in San Diego County, our COVID-19 case rate number is the priority in the new tiered system. Case rate is the number of people per 100,000 persons that are infected with coronavirus per day on average over seven days. Our case rate is at 6.7, keeping San Diego County below the threshold of 7 and in the purple tier, maintaining the status quo for at least two more weeks. The Carlsbad Unified School District Board of Trustees has unanimously approved a plan to continue distance learning for the high school and middle school students through January. The board also approved allowing students on campus for some extracurricular activities and athletic preparations. Elementary school students will return to class as part of a hybrid model, which calls for students on campus two days per week. Superintendent Ben Churchill has reported that at least two staff members have tested positive for COVID-19 and another 10 were in quarantine. 11 cases were from Jefferson Elementary School and one from Hope Elementary School. Roughly 100 parents and students were protesting outside the CUSD office during the meeting, calling for the district to reopen schools. They've indicated that they plan to continue protesting weekly until the shutdown ends. For many parents struggling with the new distance or hybrid learning modes, Carlsbad Unified School District is also incorporating the U-School to bolster its parent university, which helps parents cope with newfound responsibilities due to the COVID-19 pandemic. Scott Schimmel, president and chief guide at the U-School, said the program is free to parents and offers two videos per week for 40 weeks. The topics include social and self-awareness, relationships, technology, stress, and time management. Despite the ever-changing COVID-19 restrictions, Encinitas schools have proceeded with their fall semester, implementing a variety of in-person and distance learning curriculums, and changing the way their students and staff interact for the foreseeable future. Cardiff School District has begun a mix of in-person and distance learning, splitting students into morning and afternoon sessions. They also offer in-person instruction four days a week. Encinitas School District has commenced with in-person instruction with student attendance split via a hybrid model. Students will attend either all-day instruction on Monday and Wednesday or Tuesday and Thursday, accompanied by distance learning the opposite days and a half-day on Friday. A legal battle is brewing between Carlsbad Councilwoman Corey Schumacher and two Carlsbad residents and one former resident. Schumacher has filed a temporary civil harassment restraining order against Anthony Bona, Larry Posner, and Noel Breen. A stay-away order was granted, and a court hearing is scheduled for October to determine if the restraining order will be permanent. According to the request, Schumacher said Bona had intentions of forcing her from her home, along with intentions to surveil her and post such surveillance online. There were multiple references to Bona and Posner's social media posts and commentary, and to Bona's public records request for Schumacher's phone number, which the city has denied. Bona, Posner, and Breen all declined to comment, directing questions to their legal counsel. All three have been critical of Schumacher's policies and actions on the council, whether through public comment or social media posts. And now, a quick word about our podcast host, Anchor.fm. And we're back with more headlines. The Escondido City Council approved an ordinance continuing their business economic recovery efforts during the COVID-19 pandemic until 30 days after the emergency ends, or until the council revokes it. The original business recovery strategy was set to lapse in August, but the council extended it into November. This new ordinance extends that strategy to continue through the duration of the COVID-19 emergency, however long that may be. 
The plan implements temporary adjustments to city policies about outdoor expansions, permit extensions, off-site sale and the delivery of alcohol, and temporary signage relief to assist local businesses that have had to alter their operations due to the COVID-19 regulations. A new supergroup of North County organizations intended to bolster activist participation has presented a police reform game plan at a recent meeting. The two-month-old North County Equity and Justice Coalition, or EJC, consists of more than 20 local organizations committed to issues varying from racial justice to environmental justice, such as the North County NAACP and Clean Earth for Kids. With the recent spotlight on police brutality, EJC is setting out to ensure that activism doesn't fizzle out. The coalition is pushing for more streamlined and tactical approach to reform. At this month's meeting, an American Civil Liberties Union policy associate presented research released last year by the ACLU and the policy organization Campaign Zero indicating biased policing from the San Diego County Sheriff's Department against several groups including people with disabilities and the Latinx and LGBT communities. The EJC also presented a four-step policy package called Police Accountability Now that has more than 50 organizations backing it so far. Included in the package is a call for a better response to people experiencing mental illness, which entails divesting from the current police budget to reinvest in a community-led alternative such as mental health specialists. Violent crime has dropped in San Diego County in the first half of the year for the first time in six years. However, the region saw a spike in the number of homicides, according to a report just released by the San Diego Association of Governments. The report found that the mid-year number of violent crime in the county was down by 89 incidents from 5,545 last year to 5,356 through the first half of 2020. That drop turned around a trend of five consecutive years with increases in violent crime. However, the report found that there were 52 homicides in the first half of 2020, a significant increase from the 38 measured at the halfway point last year. Ten years ago, Tri-City Medical Center's Emergency Department and its Newborn Intensive Care Unit, or NICU, came together to save a three-day-old infant named Caleb Peltier. From that case, Code Caleb was created and has since saved numerous infants younger than 60 days who arrive at the hospital in distress. Back in 2010, an unresponsive three-day-old Caleb arrived by ambulance at the Tri-City Emergency Room. The ER team resuscitated Caleb and kept him alive, but the infant's issue had yet to be diagnosed. A passing NICU doctor was able to diagnose him with a congenital heart disease and get him the proper treatment. Tri-City and most other hospitals have an emergency code called Code Pink, meant for children under 14 years old who are brought into the emergency room with life-threatening conditions. When Kayla was brought into the hospital, it became clear that Code Pink wasn't an adequate code for an infant in distress. Code Caleb was created to allow emergency and NICU departments to work together in such cases. Today, Caleb is a happy 10-year-old boy who lives with his family in Vista and loves Legos and the Marvel Universe. Steve Soto, the 23-year-old man who fired a BB gun at Bliss Tea and Treats, an Oceanside business that had put up a sign supporting the Black Lives Matter movement, was sentenced to three years of probation, the terms of which include one year in county jail. Soto pled guilty last month to charges of violating civil rights by damaging property, a misdemeanor hate crime, and felony vandalism stemming from the shooting that shattered a window. Shout out to North County's Solana Vista Elementary School, which was named a National Blue Ribbon School, an honor bestowed on campuses based on their overall academic achievement or successes in closing achievement gaps among groups of students. Only 370 schools earned the recognition nationally. Finally, if you're a San Diego County voter, you still have time to sign up for the Where's My Ballot app at sdvote.com to track when a ballot is mailed to you for the upcoming November election. You'll also receive a notice when the registrar receives it back in the mail and when it's officially counted. Sign up at sdvote.com. Ballots are anticipated to start hitting your mailboxes the first week of October. 
Those are the key Coast News headlines from the past week. Thanks to our great Coast News reporters, Lexi Brote, Jay Paris, Catherine Allen, Samantha Nelson, Dan Brendel, Steve Petersky, Caitlin Steinberg, and Tigus Lane, whose stories we recap each week. You can find all of these stories and more on thecoastnews.com or pick up a copy of the Coast newspaper. You can find them in boxes all over North County. The first presidential debate has occurred, and it was something. The Coast News is hosting a virtual clean campaign forum for Encinitas candidates on Tuesday, October 13th. Find out all of the details of how to watch or participate in the event on thecoastnews.com. Look for the purple and gold clean campaign badge in the upper left corner. We'd like to extend a big thank you to Ian Thompson for becoming a supporter of the Coast News Group podcast and helping us continue our efforts to bring you local news, analysis, and interviews. You too can become a monthly supporter by clicking the support link on thecoastnews.com podcast directory or on anchor.fm. You can find links in our show notes. Thanks for listening, subscribing, and reviewing this show. This episode of Headlines was produced and recorded by me, Ryan Wolt. Jordan Ingram is the editor-in-chief. The Coast News associate publisher is Chris Kidd, and our publisher is Jim Kidd. Thanks for listening, everyone. Check back every Wednesday for your local North County San Diego news headlines. Have you listened to the North County Beats two-part episode on election toxicity yet? Join myself, Caitlin Steinberg, and host Kelly Kyle as we discuss this tumultuous 2020 election season in North County. And don't forget to join us on October 13th for the Coast News Clean Campaign Forum featuring Encinitas candidates for mayor and city council. We're going to ask the candidates how they plan on hosting the hard conversations and governing through these divisive times. Join us.